What's happening, GKs? You're listening to the Clean Sheets Dirty Laundry podcast. This is the fifth episode. Um, I'm Gary from NWP Gloves. I'm Mark. I'm Mark. I'm Mark. Ryan, it was. Oh, Ryan, sorry, I'm, I'm Mark today. I'm Craig from Reflex GK. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And you're listening to the funniest, the most insightful goalkeeper podcast on the planet, hands down. Easy left, easy. Okay, so sit back, relax, and let's have a listen to this, eh? Oh my god, have you ever seen anything like that from a goalkeeper? That's quite extraordinary. What's been happening? What have you been up to? Uh, nice, nice, easy week so far, to be fair. Um, I did a few sessions yesterday. I had a, a great set of yesterday, to be fair. Good few sessions, a lot of work on distribution. Um, I think something that is overlooked still to this day, even though it's yeah. becoming such a, a big part of the game in... In, the, in modern day football, I think youth goalkeepers especially still not getting enough work on it. I always encourage keepers to go out and play out of field if they can because it's, it's such a big difference in terms of seeing pictures. And yeah, just like we said last week, wasn't it? It's just, just getting out and, and touching the ball with your feet in it, yeah, just definitely. playing it and whatever. Definitely. So yeah, distribution sessions yesterday. Um, one, 1v1, I love 1v1 session yesterday as well. I love those. Um, loads of reactions, loads of spreads, blocks, Ks, smothers, so on and so forth. And apart from that, it's been a pretty chilled one until tomorrow when I fly to Malta. Malta? Malta. What's happening in Malta? Malta, we have got a course out there. Um, top course, to be fair. Really, really good course. We go out there for three mornings um, and do two and a half hours in the morning, each morning, with a group from Malta. Very, very different environment. Very, very different cultural goalkeeping. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but yeah, it's run by an English, English coach okay. called Matt. Brilliant coach, top guy. So is it like everybody that goes out there are goalkeeping coaches? Yeah, so, sort of have, up, yeah so they've had Roy Carroll out there. They've had, obviously myself, because yeah, I'm out there. That's it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the poster, your face. <laughs> they've got Liam Stoneley out there. He was at Chester and Salford. And um, they've had, yeah, a good few. Good few yeah. out there. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Decent, decent set of coaches, very good set of keepers. And it's a good experience, to be fair. Just coaching a different country, different culture. You can see the clear differences in kind of like their... Who they watch, you can see the kids. Right. Who the kids watching this style yeah. themselves on. It's a lot more continental based, um, but yeah, it's good. Good. Oh, good. Good. It's, it's holidays, school holidays next week, so we've got half term courses for over two weeks. So that's been getting planned. Um, they're always brilliant. To be fair, I, mean, I enjoy those when, when I do them. Obviously, we've got our coaches do them as well. But I mean, I think they're such a catalyst for development and keepers. That's not a plug. I'm just, just saying any any course you can do because of the intensity of it. Yeah. If you're getting good education in a course. It, you see the development over the three days in keepers. I remember, I remember going on courses when I was like 12, 13, 14. And it was just football course, you know, just yeah, like yeah. summer camp sort of yeah. thing. And you go and you just stand there <laughs> for two days. That's all you do, you know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, just stand there. And then you the, was just like the practice keeper, you know what I mean? Yeah. they just shoot at you. It's, it was crap. There was no actual, it was hard to find, wasn't it? Um, actual goalkeeper oh, there training. Was there was none. When you was... Yeah, with nothing. Are you? I'm dead on to tell you the truth. I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, the heat's freezing. <laughs> um, no, I'm just mean in general, just with the <laughs> snow and everything that out there. It's, um, but no, uh, I've not been up to much this week. Not got much planned either, to be fair. I went out, um, give some gloves away Sunday. The two keepers with the most biggest hands I've ever seen in my life. So they <laughs> can't fit the gloves on their hands. So. Uh, yeah, but other than that, now I've got barred from my local Chinese chippy. Um, <laughs> how, did, how did you manage that? You were going to have a curry or something? No, no, I went in. A little bit late. It was like finishing up. 
can't believe I'm saying this. Um, so I went in, and I was about to get served, and the phone rang. So the fellow went and got the phone, took an order. Anyway, he turns to me after he put the phone down, took the order, and says, sorry, we've got no chips left. In a chippy? In a chippy. So I went, no, because you just served them to them fuck, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, that's it. I'm, yeah, I'm on a diet now, no <laughs> chippy for me. So no chips for you. Goalkeeper news. The sad passing of Spanish legendary Madrid goalkeeper uh, Miguel Angel at the age of 76. Keep it light, eh? Um, he won, I think he won everything in Spain. I think eight Spanish league titles, loads of him, loads of trophies. But he's also won the Zamora Trophy. You've heard of the Zamora Trophy no, in not. Spain? No. You've not heard of it? It's the, it's like our version of the Golden Glove. Right, okay. Right, it was named after um, the goalkeeper won it first. Somebody Bobby Zamora? Z- yeah, Bobby Zamora, yeah. <laughs> um, well I was going to get that joke in you. I was like, sorry, you're sorry. too fast for me. Um, no, he, he was the first one who won it in like 19-something. Um, and it's who's got the most, um, oh, the right, least okay. goals conceded right, okay, yeah, per yeah, game. Yeah, so yeah. it's like a percent, like 0.76 yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Um, which I thought was... It gives everybody a chance, really, then, doesn't it? Yeah. Rather than just go, all oh, right, Edison's won it again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but goalkeepers who's won it over the last few years is uh, Oblak, Valdez, Songo, Cassius. Um, Courtois won it, I think, three times he's won it. And the latest one is the Moroccan goalkeeper. They, they call him uh, Bono, don't they? Yeah. I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> but he's won it last one. So I just thought that was a little bit I was just reading about the um, Angel's passing and, and that popped out. I mean, that's all. Um, moving on to Manchester United. I've, uh, I've read the headlines. They've, they've made a, a veteran goalkeeper part of the setup. You look a bit more into it and it's um, a goalkeeper called Joe Lewis. Not the boxer. He's a bit old um, and I think he's dead. Um, he's, he was at Aberdeen. And his contract expired. I think he made three um, Scottish appearances in the Premier League for Aberdeen last season. His contract expired end of last season. Um, so he must know somebody in the setup uh, at United. And he's, he's just gone to keep himself fit. All right. Um, he's trained with the academy. <laughs> nice work if you can get it. Fucking all right, mate. <laughs> um, he's trained with the academy kid uh, set up. And then. Um, they say, oh, he's set up in the first team, uh, first squad, uh, first team squad. But what it is, is I think when Anana went and was a bit short on keepers, he's just stepped up and, and just helped in the training. Mad. But, I mean, it's like I say, he's dead on, isn't it? Just, he's living the dream, to be fair, isn't he? It's not bad. Until you get there and you're getting absolute pep and you realise you're a mile off it, because he's not going in there to do anything. You reckon? That's, that's Setting a, the cones up. That's a high level <laughs> to just walk into one no, day. Not, yeah, yeah, but obviously, he must be... He must be um, he was under, uh, he was England goalkeeper to up to under 21s, under 20s. How old is he now? 36. So he's slightly older than me. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, listen, I, fair play. Listen, fair, I, can't, I can't knock it, but it's a big It's unusual one, isn't it? It is unusual. It's a, it's isn't it? a railway one. It's mean, just hit. like a club keeper, isn't it, really? Yeah. Just like, you know what I mean? He's just like, like say, just like, like me going to training when I was 15. Summer camps. Yeah, yeah. You're just going and standing there, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> He's just making up numbers, but I'm sure he, he got there a fair bit. pick that out of the back of the net. So I mean, yeah. should be doing it all the time. <laughs> so big, big step up that from Aberdeen. Hip and net. 
Aberdeen didn't want you. <laughs> it could be worse. He could be at Aberdeen with Neil Warnock, couldn't he? <laughs> Me and our Sharon. <laughs> um, going on to Areola. Injury, whatever his last name. How do you pronounce his last name? West Ham keeper. I, I call him Areola. But Areola. Areola. Whatever it is. Um, his injury, got, um, he had to come off, didn't he, in the first half of West Ham United. He got injured. Mm-hmm. got a head injury. It's a second injury. Head injury within two weeks. Fetched him off. Yeah. Um, it was Kurt Zuma that injured him. What what happened was is um, somebody in the crowd said he was like a cat. <laughs> so Kurt Zuma booted him. What? <laughs> 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 Crap joke. Um, no, no. So he's, he's like I say, second uh, head injury within a few weeks. So they fetched him off as a precaution because uh, they're playing Arsenal this weekend. Um it's unusual isn't it, to get too it's unlucky that. It's unlucky, but it's part part of the job. I mean you get you're definitely gonna get them, you know that for a fact. No, yeah. Yeah. Just, you just condense them into one week, fair play to It's a weird precaution though, because you don't it's not gonna get any worse, is it? During the game, you're not gonna get any, yeah, if you get kicked together in the head, that's that's just you might as well retire, but just play. Yeah, but if he's I would isn't there um, a concussion. Yeah, so in that in that protocol. sense, I get it. But if if he if he's if he's okay, and it's like, actually you've had a not today, we'll take off in case for the next game. It's not going to get any worse than in the game. Maybe yeah, maybe no, it's just to avoid the concussion. Go back to um, what was his name for Liverpool? He got concussion in the Champions League final. What was his name? Carrius. Carrius, yes. I remember the concussion he did. Go on. No, but he did, didn't he? He got hit, didn't he? Benzema yeah, he did. hit him. That's never his excuse. I can't. Do you reckon? That. Come on. If that's the case, I have a concussion every game. I played badly. Yeah, true. Yeah. Which is a lot of concussion. Fair enough. <laughs> supposed to be making the self sound professional <laughs> and like good. Uh, do you not know Joe Lewis then? What would the, he, obviously he knows somebody at United. <laughs> no, I don't. Not get him. I don't know. Not get a chat with him. <laughs> do you not talk to your mate and then say, I haven't got to any be fair. United. Yes, you have. Go keep a coach. I'll give him one or two, me and Alex Ferguson. <laughs> Heroes and villains of the week. Have you got any? Definitely go for heroes. Think. Should we start with heroes or villains of the Let's week? Let's go heroes first. Heroes of the start, week. Start right. Nom- nominations. I'll go one nomination. You go for one nomination. There's only one. Vice versa. There's no, there's no contest. There's got to be Flecken. Who? 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 Mark Flecken. Mark Flecken. I don't know. Was he a veteran during the war or Mental something? Mental from you. <laughs> Absolute wild behaviour from you. Go on, go on. Fill me in. Brentford goalkeeper. Oh, yes. Yes. Sam you conceded three goals in the second half. <laughs> you conceded three goals in the second <laughs> half. But what a first half. What a assist, nine saves. That was awesome. And, and also, they were saves. They weren't yeah. like Tim Howard World Cup, 16 saves and all that. Yeah. I think he had nine saves during the first half on it, the most any, yeah. in the, this any game this season. Yeah, absolute cat. But he, he made big saves in that game. Big, big saves in that game. Yeah. Well, I, I'd, I would... Nominate. I'm not saying that definite, but I would nominate uh, Matt Matt Turney. You no, know, at Forest, oh, just what? just for showing his, do you know I mean, mental toughness. Coming back from, do you know what I mean, Nuno not having confidence in him. Yeah. Coming back, saving the penalty, getting them through to the to the next round against United. Yeah, I made at one of the posts as well. And yeah, game, some some great saves. saves. Brilliant saves in that game, and I caught that. But there's some brilliant saves in there. Yeah, so it's a close one thing. Definitely, either the two could get that. Yeah, game. I'd also nominate Rowan Williams. Oh yeah, Aaron. Sorry, 
Ira Wynn, he'll have that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the um, South African goalkeeper who saved oh, four man. penalties. <laughs> yeah, but did you see the penalties? Oh, on the, <laughs> on, it says four oh penalties. doesn't matter how good they are or bad they are. Oh, I didn't see them to tell you the truth. I've just read some bets on that game. My God. It they seem like, to go to a lot of penalty shootouts, don't they? And they seem to take a lot of bad pens. Do they? I've oh not, not watched one, to be so, fair. Oh, some of, the, some of the pens is like, there's what, is it, it was the, um, I think it was the Nigeria game, semi-final, wow. Well, that was against in, South Africa, that was against them. Yeah. Yeah, again. And he rolls it. <laughs> he literally rolls it about a yard to his right-hand side. It's like, there you go. There you go, have that. Pointed it. He could have Before he kicked it, he pointed it. He could have the wrong way, got back up <laughs> and, and got it. Got it. He was just like, jeez. That was another... Another one, but they've been knocked out by Nigeria. And I'd also go as far to say, sticking a bit to the African Cup of Nations, I'd nominate Anana as well. He's had a catastrophic month, funny, really. Going to African Cup of Nations, it's been disaster at African Cup of Nations for him. He's fell out with Eto and he looks like he's getting back in. So uh, I don't think Anana will be very happy about it. But come back, played against West Ham. Didn't do anything wrong. Did some fantastic saves. Yeah, I mean, some, an, another, good, good. A, a, another good, another um, good show of mental toughness for the for the keepers. Yeah, listen. I mean, he's under the pressure. He must be under day in day out because he knows he's being judged everything he everything, does, yeah. training, games, and everything in between. So I mean, I go see Joe Lewis and think I'm fucking the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty why they brought him in. To be fair, here's a confidence boost for you. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Um, Please come on, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Listen, Anana, give, give him his props where they're due. And it's a big, big save that as well. At yeah. the time he's made it. Going the wrong, going, sort of his, his body weight's going the other way as well, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. the flex, he's done very well there. Big yeah. save. And, yeah, he's got, he's got, and he finally got into the safe area and then put it under his body went out back into, into danger. Yeah. So yeah. He's learning. Right, so hero of the week is... We'll go for your it's nomination. Be Flecken. Flecken. We'll give Flecken. Turner, though, listen, you've got, as, as a goalkeeper, massive credit to him. Yeah. Because that, that is a hard, hard situation to come out and, and back yourself in on playing. Yeah. And he's done it very well. But so sure, surely, sorry, breaking you off. Surely next match, it's United, isn't it? He, he stays in. What do you reckon? Um, I see that's up to Nuno, yeah, isn't it? And we'll see how, how much of a backing he gives him then. Football's unpredictable. So I'm, I mean, he should he should do. But if he doesn't, then he actually kills him. Yeah, he absolutely kills him. He yeah. shows there's nothing he can do that in that case. Yeah. So I think he's got he to keep him in. If yeah, he's, he's done he's nothing wrong. He's done. He's done brilliantly, to be fair. Right. So let's move. That's hero of the week, Flacken. Um, so we're moving on to villains. I will leave the actual villain to the end because it's un- undoubtedly the villain is. I'll <laughs> just put some nominees into it. Right. So I'll go for um, my first nomination is Chris Wilder, Sheffield United goalkeeper uh, for Sheffield United <laughs> manager. <laughs> go on. He's ruined two goalkeepers this week, and he, I mean, absolutely demolished the confidence. He's bought bought a new keeper. He's bought a keeper in, so then the first team keeper Frodsham. You still can't say. I his can't name. say his name. What's his name? Frodringham. Frodringham has got a knock to his confidence. So then he, he stuck him in. Yep. He stuck the new fella in. He's got beat five five two. <laughs> so then he's he's benched him, put Frodringham in. He's got beat five two. Do you know what I mean? He's just he's just knackering confidence yeah, here and there, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not, not it's not great. I don't I I don't I don't understand why managers sometimes don't get goalkeepers. I don't get it. I don't get why you must have an idea of the impact that bringing in 
Keep the little t- okay, let's let's take the let's go back to the old school and well the old when we talked about of Raya and, and Ramsdale. You can't turn around to your number one after bringing in a, a another goalkeeper to compete and say it's competition. Yeah. When you know it's not. No. You know it's not. And you're not gonna get well, I don't know, I suppose you're gonna get a reaction one or two. You're gonna get a Matt Turner reaction where you go, all right, I prove I prove a point. Yeah. Or you're gonna get a, a massive knock in confidence and they don't return for it. But I suppose that's that's what it's about though, isn't it? Then you find out the, the measure of them. Because then they don't when it does get to pressure, gets to a Champions League final or gets to an FA Cup final or or against top of league for the title, they don't crumble. I agree in that sense, but I also think that knowing a goalkeeper's psyche, under enough pressure as it is, and we're already because obviously we know one or two mistakes, three or four mistakes, and what it's regardless we're gone. we're gone. We're yeah. out we're out of the team. Or worst case scenario the club start looking for somebody else. Yeah. So there's enough pressure as it is. Yeah. I think, and you, and you bring someone else in, goalkeeping is reliant heavily on mindset, heavily on confidence, yeah. heavily, heavily on being in a certain zone within your head on, on that match day in no training. And if you're not in that zone, you can't find that zone or something's blocking you getting in that zone, i.e. you're looking around going, flipping all these guys here to the spot anyway. It's so difficult. And yeah, of course, listen, it's football and the arguments there, like you say, every, everywhere's got competition. But Divis is a goalkeeper, you know, if you're out of the team, you ain't getting back in. No, it's hard, it's hard to get back in, isn't it? And you, you've got enough on your plate playing the game, let alone yeah, having so. anything on the sideline, yeah, thinking, think so. like I say, seeing the other keeper on the bench and thinking, I drop this, he's in. Yeah. And then, yeah. So you, you need to know that that's it. You, you're in goal for the next 10 games or whatever. Yeah, and if you if you are making mistakes, you hold your hands up and you say, you know what, fair enough, if you go and get someone else in. But yeah. if you, if it's a like I say, Ramsdale situation where you've been the, probably the, one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier for two seasons, yeah. and then out of the blue, this kid comes in, it's almost like, well, there's nothing he can do. He's, he's not having me for no. whatever reason, no. and that's it's, it's, it's there's, there's no way you can kind of combat that mentally because you're saying no matter what I do, how I perform, I'm not getting much. This guy said he's saying I'm not I'm not what he wants. Yeah. So you, you, the performances then, it's not it's not going to give you an effect of okay I perform better because you know that it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, it makes a difference. So yeah. yeah, I think I think I'd say we. I mean, listen, we we spoke we spoke about Funningham a few times, and listen, let's I said it before. He's a Premier League goalkeeper. You cannot knock him. He's he's playing in the Prem. Simply, yeah. it has to be good. But as Premier League goalkeepers go, unfortunately, in the start you made to the season and just what he's shown, you wouldn't say he's one of the best. So I, I can understand them searching elsewhere for another goalkeeper. Yep. But you don't stick him in and then drop him after one game. No. And what, what, no, that's I, exactly it. His, his excuse would be he's going to try and figure out who he wants to play. Yeah. Right? But he doesn't want to play a fighting game because he already brought someone in to replace him. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's mental, mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. It's Man, crazy. He's, he's had, um, in the past, I can't remember who he played for. It might, uh, Paolo Di Canio was his manager. You remember that story? Have you seen it? Yes, I have seen it. And he, well, said he, he said he was a, what is it? A, <laughs> was it a League One or something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He, um, I can't remember what league. It must have been in the championship. championship yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes into the game, he gets the ball, kicks it out. It's the um, one of their players, and they score, and they, he subs him straight away. Yeah, five minutes, yeah. and then Frodringham, uh, Frodringham walks down the line, takes his shirt off, kicks bottles, goes mental. Yeah, rightly so. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, rightly so. Oh, you'd be so absolutely good. You'd not, be putting the transfer allowed, request in, wouldn't you? You're not allowed to. Kick to miss kick a ball or give away, make a mistake, keeping it took off. You're joking, man. Especially by him who pushes referees over. Yeah, that's you know crazy. I mean? That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. That's happened to me though. I, I, I've been took off. At, I think it was like 60 minutes into a game. Forget. I played my feet, got tackled on my goal line, and scored. Yeah. Gaff took me off. Oh. I got. I, I literally packed my bags and drove home. Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. Joking, man. 
Yeah. It's bad, isn't it? It's bad. Never. Like, I understand the frustration of people, and but listen, it's you got every goalkeeper alive is going to do it. Yeah, you're make, yeah. And if you gaff, especially the way the, the games, that. guess the way the, the game's yeah, being played now, exactly, yeah. like the pressure, everything's everything's at high pressure, press and all that crap. Yeah, you, you can't have that reaction from a manager. It's, it's poor management. I don't care what anybody says. If you aren't allowing your goalkeeper, so okay, so when <laughs> your midfielder goes and gives away a pass in midfield, take him off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. No. Yeah. It's yeah. scandalous. Yeah. So and also those. That's one um, villain, Chris Wilder. Um, I'd also go as far to say uh, the Premiership. As, as a, just, just as everyone, a, the, no. world, the world of football. Yeah. Put it all in the bin. I've had enough of it. They're not. Um, are they or are they not? Maybe we're feeling I'm a bit precious about goalkeepers, but they're not protecting us. Are they or, or not in, protecting the goalkeepers? They're making the game harder for us, definitely. Yeah. Even I mean, like he's getting very lenient with players on the keeper. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Like uh, Tottenham keeper this weekend. Um, yeah, Vicario both. Yeah, Vicario. I mean, I can on that one. I can. It's not massive match contact, and he's backing in. It's but I think he's it, obstruct, he is obstructing him. Isn't he? he is, but it's clever because he's not. He's because he's, he's got his back to the keeper. He's not yeah. facing him, and also it's like it's not an obvious movement. Is he's leaning no. rather than tussling? So yeah. I think he, he, to be fair, he does need to deal with it, doesn't he? We've said it over and over again. It's, it's hard. It's, it's it's so hard. Like it's. We we say you need to do a bit, and we give options of how to do it and and what we should be doing. But end of the day, you've got someone's body weight against where you're trying to go. So it's like you're judging a flight of the ball, and that body weight might take you away from the flight or the path to the ball you want to take. Yeah. And it's how do you get around that? But sometimes that's where that's where you've got to go. Right, I'll get something on it. I'll get something on it. And yeah. it is a case of being strong. It's a case of holding your ground. But it's easier to said and done. I think. And that's right. Yeah. When you're in the game, I think when he's leaning on him, he's got to use his weight a bit more. What is the rule with that though? I don't know. I don't know. I love the to actual, know because obviously, listen, you don't know any of the fucking rules, <laughs> that make, do we? And ball. Do you know what I mean? It, all, it's all just offside changes weak. Yeah, though. it's just all. But I love to know because obviously, by by virtue of the game, football's a non-contact sport. Yeah, right. Which obviously is not. Well, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's getting that way. Though, at what point like is, is leaning on a goalkeeper a foul? Because you see that one against Vicario given mm. in some games and other games like like like, 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 like that game not yeah. given. So. As a goalkeeper, I think you know what, and I see I see this all the time. It's a risk, but if you go down there, oh yeah, I was just going to say you that. Get the foul. Yeah, Do you, full, you have a look. Get the foul. Look an absolute. You roll into the yes. Yeah, you roll into the back of the net, screaming as loud as you can. Yeah, I'm not condoning this, by the way. And you, I get the foul. Yeah, something I don't do, and I wish I'd done it sometimes because there's times when the same things happened. I'm, yeah. I'm pinned by three or four players. I'm trying to move. I've got one grabbing me back, one grabbing me for like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they score. It's like, what do you want me to do there? Like, I can't actually move. And if you go down, I see keepers go down, and we scored. It's like, oh, you're gonna get the foul. Yeah. So I think sometimes there, you just gotta. If you if you're not getting to the wall, just go down. Yeah. Get a blast. I think that's where it goes against us is um, toughness goes to like yeah, yeah. you're too proud to do that. Aren't yeah. you? Like I'm not going down. I'm, I should be yeah. going through them. Yeah. But um, no, maybe you should. But the second, just going back to the, the Vicaro, the second one, he needs to be strong on that. He needs to clatter him. I can't remember. It was like a, a cross ball. From he's weak, the back, the back post. And he's weak. He's a bit weak. But he's not in the best position. And he, um, he they're not in. What I'm noticing, though, is this, like you say, with the lack of protection now, people are sticking eight men on the keeper. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. 
everyone's doing it. The Tra- Trafford in the Burnley game, yeah. same sort of thing. They seem to do it with him all the time. Obviously, he's not the biggest and he's young, so maybe why? But I see it in so many games now, yeah. and it, it is, it wears a line drone. At so, what point does that contact from three or four players and the keeper, blocking the keeper, obstructing the keeper, become a foul? Because otherwise, yeah. there's nothing we can do. No. We can't get three, eight players, regardless of what, what training we do. No. So, I think... Well, I'm at, I think this goes to, you can't have your cake and eat it. As in, traditionally, the goal, goalkeepers that are better with the feet are that little bit smaller. Yeah, somehow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're going to get better at the feet, <laughs> you're not going to be as good in the air. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So one or the other, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's the odd exceptions like Edison. Yeah. But you got that, that, that's the that's the criteria or the, the, the way it's going, isn't it? Is want to be better. Everybody wants to be better with the feet. And if you look at the keepers that are good with the feet, they tend to be smaller, faster yeah, keepers. Yeah, they, seem to, they so. seem, to see, seem to override this aspect of being tall, as in Raya, and Raya et cetera. I think because they're good with their feet, people say, oh, well, he's not the biggest, but... But he can get, yeah. So there's now, a, there's now a pathway there for smaller goalkeepers into the game. But like, like you say, there's a downside to that. Potentially, I mean, it's not all about height, but potentially is lack of aerial presence. So. Yeah. And just being that bigger, commanding... There's not many commanding goalkeepers anymore, is he? Like, not I mean, really. I like, I like Martinez for that. I think Martinez is decent for that. Um... You change your tune. Yeah, it's not the best in the world. <laughs> and obviously, Schmeichel was quite commanding. Schmeichel, yes. <laughs> David DeGay. <laughs> David DeGay. <laughs> so let's go. We'll go to the last nominee for Villain of the Week, which I think he wins it hands down, in my personal opinion, because it's my, my vote. It's <laughs> Virgil van Dijk. Oh, Virgil, what a guy. What a man. He does not like his keeper, does he? No, he... Uh, he should have. Done, he was one of the best goal, uh, best uh, defenders in the world, and he, without a doubt. Um, yeah, yeah, let's give him that. And what's the? F- you hear it on Sunday League. You hear it from ages, yeah. from whenever you start playing football. Yep. Don't let, let the, the ball, ball bounce. bounce. That's it. You know I mean? Don't let the ball bounce. Yeah. He's left it, and then my pet eight hey, is getting cut. Like you could see calls Edison to come and come oh, and clear it. it come and do something. Edison, the worst thing in the world. Yeah, you should either stay still and go. I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Just yeah, like, don't let you don't do. Ever call me to come for a ball because you do it yourself, mate. Yeah, that put you... me into your situation because that's what happens. Yeah, that's what he's he's done. He's let, he's let it bounce and then he's not dealt with it. He's called Allison. Allison, to be fair, has not come out. Allison blazing. But the thing is, dealing with bouncing ball and you've got a player in between the bounce and you, so you're almost relying. He's almost relying on Van Dijk to move. Yeah. I, 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 again, similar thing this season. He didn't move, me. did he? He didn't move, no. so, he, he, so he kicked him, didn't he? No, and I've come for a ball this season, exactly the same. My defender's running directly at me and the ball's in between us. But I'm thinking, where do you want me to put this ball now? Yeah, there's I nothing you can do. You can't put it through you, can Yeah, you? literally. Um, but yeah, listen, I listen, I'm <laughs> toe on the second goal as well. Because at first you're looking going, oh, yeah, through your legs. Yeah. When you watch the first clip, you're like, oh, he's let that through his legs. Yeah. And then you look and it just gets a nick off yeah, of his shin, it? It's literally, the, the nick puts it exactly where... Alisson don't want it. Yeah, and I think the, the bit that actually wins it for Van Dyke being the villain of the week is after the first goal, the weight, no, well, the haircut, yeah. The way he turns around and looks at him Yo. to say, what, what, you know, it's your fault. And you know, you feel like, oh. Honestly, and it's going off in that dressing room at half time. You know what, let me throw a little, a little uh, one in the hat though for the, for the villain of the week. Well, let me just break you off. Go on. But that, this is where, like, you'll love this. Where, um, Schmeichel, he'd still be shouting. His face would have been as red as yeah, yeah. anything, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He'd have been screaming and shouting at him. Yeah, it's it's poor from, from and that's 
that's what you want. You want I don't know, in, deflect, in, deflect the blame <laughs> to somebody else. <laughs> Jordan Pickford special. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's. Um, I just think he let him get off there a bit easier, a bit easy. I think he sort of bullied him, as in like he's Van Dyke. He can't. He can do no wrong. I think Allison's quite a, a cool character. I think that's weird, really. I think the big words said. I think I think Van Dyke will hold his hands up in, in, in just a minute anyway. But I do think that it's just how he deals with it. Yeah. I don't, Listen, screaming and shouting as goalkeeper, it's not. It's not. I don't. It's not a good look, is it? It's not, it's not and it doesn't do anything. No, no, no one wants to hear it. The information no. you're giving goes on, goes over someone's head. Yeah. Um. Regardless of whether you're angry, you got a reason. It's, it's if it's justified, whatever. Just talk. It's so much easier. A lot of it. A lot of it is is like um. He's just saying, look, I'm doing something rather than yeah, actually yeah. dealing with it. Yeah. It's I mean, as for I say, everybody else off the pitch to say, look, aren't I great? Um, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So go on. What's your I don't like to throw goalkeepers under the bus, but at 2 0 up in a massive game, relegation battle, why, Bert Leno, are you and you near post, six yards out, guessing for a cross, which then goes over your head, obviously, because you're guessing at your near post, and it's a tapping at the back post in a massive, massive game. So I think, I'm not going to say, we're going to give it. We're gonna give it to Van Dyke, Van Dyke but I just think honorable mention to, to <laughs> just Leno. yeah, just to, just. To, I don't know if you noticed any of all the villains I've said are not goalkeepers. Yeah, no, I, I realize that. <laughs> no one told me that was part of the criteria because it's a goalkeeping podcast, so I never yeah, knew fair we enough, could be put managers in there. Otherwise, it'd be a good fear. Fair enough. I played for. Uh, so well, yeah, villain of the week, Virgil Van Dyke. Good on you. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> you'll get stand by the door. You'll get absolutely nothing in the post. Guess the keeper. Oh, okay. Are we playing this game again? We're playing this game every oh, week until we come up with a better fair, feature. I've got 20 minutes off the podcast, so it's yeah. fine. Right, so we're going to do three keepers this week. Oh we're my do, God. We're How do, much time have we got? We're going to do well, about half hour. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do we're going to do one legend, one forgotten hero, and one current. The legend, Schumacher, that's fine. <laughs> nope. Okay. Forgotten hero, Raymond van der Howe. Raymond van der Howe. And what was it, one? Uh, we're doing one current, one forgotten, and one current. I can't remember who the forgotten one was. That's why it's forgotten. Oh, no, I do know who it is, yeah. I'm not writing it down because I know you, you like to cheat. I can't read that I'm writing from here. That's to be way. fair, it's that many that? spelling mistakes. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Egyptian hieroglyphics. It's that bad for handwriting. Right, so the, we'll go for the legend. Right, can you guess the keeper? Legend. Right, one second, because it's coming to me. David Seaman. Nope. Oh, I didn't so good. I've got it right first. Right. So he's got 61 caps okay. for his national team. Yep. He's got one premiership trophy. He's got one FA Cup. He's got one Bundesliga. He's got one Serie A. Well, He's got one man, UEFA man, Cup. In about. Um, He's very famous for, I tell you what, he has a record in the Champions League. He's the only goalkeeper and the first ever player to be sent off in the final. Okay, go again because you ran the so fast. Go again. Sorry, sorry. We'll go right. He's so got a Premier League. He's got one Premier League. Bundesliga. One Bundesliga. One Serie A. One UEFA Cup. He's the first player and the only goalkeeper to ever get sent off in the Champions League final. And he's very famous for time-wasting. German. 
German. German. Played in the Prem. Played in the Prem. Is that good? I'd say he's invincible. <laughs> oh my God, man like Lehman. <laughs> That's he's, it. He's he got a legend. That's all. Yeah, he is. He's, well, he he's got. He's brilliant. I think he's unbelievable. You know what, right, a very he, forgotten era. I don't understand this. I, I'm going to be legend. really quick on this, right? But I don't understand this hyper layman. When he played, he was slated a lot. He got so much bad stick, and then when he yeah. retired, everyone's like, "Oh, what a legend!" Yeah, but you look at what he's won and all that. Yeah, but I didn't win that in that team at that time. I tell you what, the, he German, has... the German team at that time flying. He didn't get in. He, he um, Khan. He was in with Khan, yeah, so he never actually. Did he get anything from no? I, I don't think, think so. No. The, obviously, the Arsenal team was a joke. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good, but I just think I just remember. Listen, I just it's got to be time. good to keep Graham Stack out of the team. Isn't it? <laughs> what a mad, mad legend that was. Go on then. Um, let me. I just give you a little bit more information about John's Lands Lehman. <laughs> I'm terrible John, with names. John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon, yeah. John Lennon. Um, he's just, well, I don't know if he's just been uh, arrested, but he's been arrested since he's retired for criminal damage to his neighbour's garage. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a lake. He's, he's, his property overlooks a lake, and his, uh, his neighbour has uh, erected a garage. So he got a, a chainsaw. Pulled the CCTV camera wire out. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was battery, so it still filmed him. And he cut a beam off of his... Uh, a beam? A beam that must have been overhanging his property, so he couldn't see the lake, so he chopped a big bit off, and he's been arrested Good for lad. criminal damage. Love that, Jens. Proper goalkeeper, that. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why we're mental, isn't it? Um, yeah, so that, that one was... What's his name again? <laughs> John Lennon. John Lennon. <laughs> In, um, yeah. So we're moving on to Forgotten, Forgotten Keeper. So this is a little bit older. Than Lehman. Than Lehman, I yeah. wasn't born. Well, yeah. Right, so we've got 11 caps. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got one Premiership trophy. Okay. One League Cup. Okay. He's played for Wolves, Southampton, Leicester, Blackburn, Coventry, and Man City. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you might have it. what's his name? Long hair, longish hair. No. Yeah, it is. It's definitely not. It is. Oh, what's his name? Well, I know who it is, and it's definitely he's no, not. Do you know what? I better get it right. Go on. You get it right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Nick something. Nope. Oh. You're thinking of? Hey. You're thinking of Ian Walker. Long blonde hair. Yeah, maybe. No. Maybe. No. Yeah, he's he's top goalkeeper. Yeah. No, he's a city goalkeeper. I'm thinking of city goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Say say it again. So he used to play for again? He used to play he used to play for Wolves, Southampton, Leicester, Blackburn, Coventry, and Man City. Not necessarily in that order. And to be fair, Man City is a bit of a red I'm going herring. To know it is when you say oh is it? Yeah. It's a bit of a red herring. Herring. Ah. Uh, I, I, I feel like I know what you're saying. You definitely know it when this I'll give you the last clue. Blackburn. I think he's was he good at Blackburn? Oh, we might have it. Oh, what's his name? I'm going to be so annoyed when he says Oh, this, come on. You know this. I know. I you do know this. it. I, it's, in, on. it's on the tip of my flipping tongue and I can't think of it. Oh, what's his name? Go on. Tell At one point, Go on. he was the most expensive goalkeeper in Britain. Oh, my God. I know. Bought you. for 2.4 million. Got to say it because it's going to kill me. Tim Flowers. Yeah, obviously. Oh, so annoying. Wah, wah, so wah, annoying. Nearly. 
Right, and we move on to current goalkeeper. Yeah. He's got 10 caps yeah. for his national team. He was at Ipswich as a lad, was let go, 16. Went to Bury. And then he sat, uh, then he oh. went, went to chat. Oh, fuck I now. What an absolute blinder of a guess. My me. Nicholas. Could have dragged it out a little bit longer, couldn't you really? But... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So I can read some young writing then. Yeah, yeah. And you, can, you can't just Nick Pope's not down there, so that's it. Um, I probably say John Lehman. Yeah, John Lennon. <laughs> right. Um, what was that? I was listening to Talk Sport earlier on today, mm-hmm. and one of the presenters was talking about what was the best part of um, like a trip or going away or something like that, and he said, playing cards on the plane, right? <laughs> Which it reminded me of when I used to play, and on the away trips, on the bus, there was always like a, um, a cards table. Yeah. Same with you? Yeah, yeah. And I remember, obviously it wasn't the, the ridiculous money that the Premiership <laughs> used and all that, but I remember going, went um, Norwich somewhere, Suffolk, so it was like a long, long trip, four hours and I remember our striker who was like he was he was mustard he lost 550 quid on the way there oh nice so he couldn't play he was just worried his wife was going to give him a good idea <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just like what am I going to do about his money and I think he, 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 by the time he got back he won it back or won no, half of it back no way but um, we used to have play, uh, not players friends of players that come with us just to play cards they're like Buy a pair of boots. Tell the wife that they're playing football. No. Like never and never play football in their life, but just just to play the cards. And I was like, not for me. Good. Not for me. I'm not. I am not a card guy. I'm a head, headphones in guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Don't social. talk to anybody. Yeah, literally until we get there. When I'm on a pitch, it used to get me. They used to say like, "Was it blind and open?" I'd brag or something, and they'd be like, "Say it's a pound." It'd start off at a pound. If you haven't looked at your cards, you put a pound in. If you look at your cards, you put two pound in. So you do that. I'd be like one pound, two pound, fold. <laughs> I do mate. <laughs> I've been playing cards. That's it. That's it. Um, no, but ridiculous money. Do you know what I mean? I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, listen. There's some stories about them Premier League bets out oh, there. Yeah, like right, astronomical money in it. Yeah, like it's just in the coach in the way there. But like I say, you can't. When you're an average. Average guy, and you're losing a couple hundred quid or five hundred quid. I can't. I, I won't be able to play. Yeah, to take me home. I'd go. Give me my money back. <laughs> give me my money back. We was only pretending. Come on, give me my money back. <laughs> come on, got my electric yeah. to pay. It's dangerous. So you got a long journey, and the cards come out. It's, it's dangerous. I just, I'm just sat listening to people lose money. Like we'll stop playing then. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, but yeah, stops. Yeah, but um. Life as a professional, professional keeper. I think professional, semi-professional. I think there's a massive contrast. I think like, and I think it's one you don't realize. Well, you won't realize it until you see the. Oh, all right, all right. Point. I don't realize it. All right, fair enough. No, that was a bit of a dig, I was think, it? I, think, I don't. You've never re- been a professional. <laughs> no, oh, no. All right, it's like that, is it? <laughs> no, I rephrase what I said. <laughs> as a player, you don't realize the difference until you actually make that make the transition. I think like yeah. when you're in a pro game, I think first and foremost, the biggest thing is like how reliant you are on that dressing room. 
that's your family. It's, oh, right. it's yeah, it's huge. It's massive. Like you bear in mind, you spend more time with the players than you do with your family. Yeah, you're there every day. Yeah, sometimes from nine till four, and by the time you travel to and from training, you literally you spend more time with them. And I think like you don't really, you're forming bonds that are really really strong with people. Yeah. And obviously, like like it's so important to have that on the pitch, but also off the pitch as well. It literally becomes your family. And I think something that you miss massively is like when you go out full time football into into semi pro game in terms of off the pitch it's huge I think like it's so weird not having that that family that unit of people around you yeah. who kind of you see all the time and you get on with them in that sense but from a goalkeeping point of view especially like the biggest biggest thing is autonomy in terms of you're doing stuff every day as a pro and you take it for granted even pinging a ball 70 yards 60 yards someone you don't think about it yeah, just do it just do it you do it a hundred times a week and you might never I think for the first, easily the first three years in semi-pro football for me, I don't actually lie, in my first year I had a goalkeeper coach who's brilliant to be fair. Um, but after that for three years, we had no goalkeeper coach. And, you don't, and if you do, you're training once a week anyway. Yeah, for an hour or something. Yeah, if that, you might have half an hour. If you had an hour, it's, it's a blessing, but you're not doing any goalkeeper work and you're having to perform on match days and you're making stupid mistakes and you feel off and you don't know why you feel off, but you've had no, no coaching for three years straight. Yeah. So like, I think that's an, that was an, that's another thing. It's changing now. I think when I first, I started playing to me for a long time ago. Um, but again, the frequency of training difference makes, you see players who were pros and were another level. Yeah. And obviously it happens all the time. You get United players coming into semi-pro football, City players, and you know, you know them, you know who they were and yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, and they're coming to them pro football within a season that they either go missing or they're just a bang average. Yeah. And it's it's really strange because you're thinking, this guy was so-and-so. And this guy top was of the train. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like they were banging in goals and in reserves or wherever it was. But obviously it shows the importance of having that full-time training in that, that environment. Um, so, so how much do you think that um, David DeGay is losing? Because like I say, you need that constantly. Do you know what? It was such... I was so shocked. Bear in mind, he'd been away for, for five months when I got him. Yeah. Five months doing nothing. So, and listen, the, just to quick, like, go, quick, go forward quickly, I, I saw the difference only when we got to three or four, three and a half months of training. And I right. thought, okay, I can see the difference. But his speed was still there. Yeah. His, shape, his timing was off. So like certain things crossing and stuff, his time was slightly off, but he, he knew that he, he was fine with it and he corrected himself yeah. sort of thing. Um, I think he somehow it was like riding the back for him within two sessions it was like I was like Jesus yeah he still looked really good but then obviously I saw what he actually had the potential get to do yeah, yeah and then yeah. it was like okay now I can see like his hands were probably the biggest thing his handling is incredible it's incredible but it got to a point where I'm looking going how have, I, have you caught that yeah how have you caught that if you whereas before that he was parrying a lot more um so I say, I say his speed, I think obviously reaction time is natural for him, obviously, and he's got long limbs. So speed-wise and goal coverage was there. Yeah. His shapes weren't bad, but they got better and better and better. So yeah, there was definitely, definitely a difference. But I think he trained for 13 years of top coaches and a top club at the top it's level. It's there, isn't it? It just needs to be on And also athleticism for him is there. He's, he's, he's slim anyway. Yeah. So he's naturally quick. He's got yeah. incredible reaction times. So I think... The, what he what have gone, which is what always goes with keepers, positioning, timing, and obviously a little bit of speed, but he was reliant on his, his natural traits for that anyway. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I think for that average person who 
drops down to training once once a week from doing full time kicking positioning sp- speed especially like they go they go very very yeah. quickly just going back to the hay I've got a theory go on right he's going backwards and forwards isn't he from England to Spain for some reason yep right so I the transfer window MLS opened in February <laughs> right yeah opened uh, sorry 20, uh, 31st of January yeah right and it closes April the 23rd right 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 so we was all thinking we was all looking at the um, month beforehand weren't we yeah like thinking he's going to go somewhere yeah. well, if he's just waiting for MLS then it doesn't matter their season doesn't start till um, till March till March so he could do you know what I mean he could yeah it could be it could be the case I mean if I, he only needs if he only needs a few training sessions because it's not great is it especially if you've got Messi in front of him yeah, he's not going to be struggling, struggling at all that level I mean I don't know I mean I, from, I'm not I haven't spoke to him on that um, but but listen his character is really clear to see when you train with him yeah. the standards he holds everything to every is so high and I think he needs that environment around him I think I don't think he's I don't know I don't. I can't speak for him I don't. I haven't had a conversation with him I, I don't think he's at a point where he's doing an MLS transition just yet maybe really not. I don't know no but I think I think well, he, he can't still, go anywhere else though can he because the transfer window's closed he can't he's free agent go anywhere else oh can he yeah yeah oh right yeah. so that's blown my theory out the water then. <laughs> yeah but um, I do think he wants somewhere that's gonna he's gonna go and say yeah new challenge like, not like a that's a swan song. I think he wants somewhere where he goes and he's got the motivation back and the hunger back. And he's because listen, yeah, I'll try for 13 years, regardless of how that team's playing in the last 10 years. The the levels of mentality, so he pulled them out of a few good yeah, seasons, literally, literally for four or five years. Yeah. And I think he's still got it in him. I, don't, I think as a human being, that's just how he operates. He's he's top, 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 top level in everything that he thinks and does. And when you see him train, like he celebrates making saves in yeah. training. Really, Salah, like, it means something to him. Do you know what I mean? Still, like, I think if he, if he, when, when he stops doing that, I think that's when the MLS comes calling. But right now, he's definitely still got a lot in his locker, and also I think the desire still there as well. Yeah, he's got um, a sports team or something like um, uh, gaming, gaming, yeah, 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 gaming. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Do you? Listen, he, like, he, like, he likes he likes gaming and also it's cash, big money in that involved. Yeah, 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 huge huge amount of money. The prize pots in there. Are, a big, big money. Is it? Yeah, yeah. six well, figure prize Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good on him. So that's it for the um, latest episode of Clean Sheets, Dirty Laundry. I've been Gary from NWP Gloves, and today I've been Craig from Reflex UK. And remember, keepers, oh. being a goalkeeper is like eating a tin of beans. If you eat a tin of beans, you're going to fart. So if you're a goalkeeper, you're going to concede. Don't let it get you down. <laughs> get me out of here! Oh my! Have a great week. <laughs> Mine's already ruined. Oh my god, have you ever seen anything like that from a goalkeeper? That's quite extraordinary.